0: Welcome to the Jazz Shapers podcast from Mishkondarea. What you're about to hear was originally broadcast on Jazz FM. However, the music has been cut or shortened due to rights issues.
1: This is Jazz Shapers with Elliot Moss on Jazz FM. Listening colour. In partnership with Reya, It's business, but it's...
0: Good morning. Welcome to Jazz Shapers. It's where the shapers of business join the shapers of jazz, soul and blues. I'm Elliot Moss, and thank you so much for joining me. My guests today, I'm very pleased to say, are Molly Goddard and Joel Jeffrey, co-founders of the luxury pyjama brand Desmond and Dempsey. You'll want to get into a pair when you've heard them talk. He says strangely. They met in 2011 on a ski slope in Canada. It was Whistler, actually. And this is a special romantic edition of Jazz Shapers, therefore. And their long-distance relationship was buoyed by Sunday Skypes between Australia and London, who'd have thought. A year later, Molly moved to London to, as she says, chase both her loves. Joel and Sunday spent lounging around in pyjamas. We need some violins in the background. They soon noticed a gap in the market, and indeed a gap in Molly's wardrobe, a lack of luxurious, affordable cotton nightwear. In 2014, to deliver just that, and despite having no retail experience, they launched their inaugural 100 Desmond and Dempsey pyjama sets. Desmond and Dempsey, named after their grandfathers, has seen year-on-year sales growth by over 300%, launching multiple sell-out collections with renowned stockists including Selfridges, Liberty, and Bergdorf Goodman. We'll be talking to Molly and Joel in a few minutes about all of this, about marriage and creativity, and their aim to help people savour the Sunday. Sounds good, doesn't it? We've also got brilliant music from, amongst others, Carmen McRae, Gary Bartz and Bill Lawrence. That is Jazz Shapers Today. Here's Ramsey Lewis with... Ramsey Lewis with Brasilica. Super evocative of a certain vibe, mainly a Sunday morning, which is appropriate because Molly Goddard and Joel Jeffrey are my guests. So the co-founders of Dempsey and uh, Desmond and Dempsey even, and we can just call it Dempsey and Desmond. Or D&D. Right? D&D. much easier. Mm-hmm. D&D, and that's the voice of Molly, obviously, unless Joel has a high voice, which would be fine as well. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Welcome to both of you. I love it when I, I have um, uh, couples on because there's always a, a, obviously a different dynamic to having one person um, with me here, but two that are also... Involved in other ways, is it, it kind of adds a flavour to it that you don't normally get. Uh, Molly, let's start with you. It sounds like you were the one that moved over.
2: <laughs> yeah, we need to clarify yeah. that. Tell me about this Joel first. did all of the chasing. I just moved to London because London's a cool place to be. <laughs> He's <laughs> after not a
3: couple of years of convincing.
2: Yeah, after yeah. a couple of really? years. Well, I actually studied in Madrid for a year in between mm-hmm. Whistler. And moving to London and did my last year of university there. And so during that time, we just had the funnest time in Europe because, you know, you didn't have to have a boyfriend through the week and you'd get off. You could
3: have just said you just didn't have to have a boyfriend.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I just felt like during the week. you got the best I part of like it. I feel like
3: I'm finding out about new things here <laughs> yeah,
2: no. no, I mean, like, you had a boyfriend, but, like, the weekends were just, like, we'd meet here, we'd meet there, I'd come to London, we'd go to Paris. We just had the best wow. time ever and didn't have to do all the boring stuff through the week. So,
0: you, you mean yeah. the real stuff? Yeah. yeah. You mean actually what happens when you get married or you've got a boyfriend or a girlfriend or
3: whoever? Yeah, or, when you, signif- or when you run a
2: business together. when you run
3: a business together. So is that true, Joel? Was it the chasing you? Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I think, like Molly said, like, I had an office in Madrid for the company that I used to work for, so I used to get to travel there quite a lot. and. At the same time, see Molly, so... And
0: how how long were you courting together?
3: How long was this time for?
0: We sound crazy. Five
2: years? No, well, we did long-distance romance for two years. Does that
0: work? I mean, that's just hard, isn't it?
2: Well, the Sunday Skypes. It's not just part of the brand story. We literally just had this rule of we would Skype on a Sunday and... It wasn't like we just tried, I think, lots of my friends, I'm obviously Australian, so lots of my friends have done that. I hadn't, notice. I hadn't noticed, <laughs> <Yeah. Molly>. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> My dad thinks I'm losing my accent. Yeah, but. He's,
0: he's wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Dad, if you're listening, but you're just wrong, plain
2: wrong. Yeah, um, but I think people try to talk too much, whereas we just, Would Skype on a Sunday and it became like a really happy time and all our families would tease us and it was quite fun. And so it just worked. And we were so young when we first got together that
0: says the person born in the nineteen (laughs) nineties. Just to be clear, we were so young then. Well we were nineteen.
2: We were nineteen when (laughs) I was nineteen when we met. So it wasn't so serious and it was kind of easy. And it's always just been pretty easy. And then, and how? Yeah. So
0: you you got married before you set the business up, or was it the other way around?
2: Oh, way that around. was the most.
0: So tell me about that time. Year I, I ever, wasn't it? I read that yeah. it yeah. was about finding this. You know, mm. Molly used to wear Joel's shirts or something similar, and you went, "Why can't I just have pajamas or stuff like this for the house?" Well, and you went, "Let's go and make it." As you do, because many people, by the way, I mean, you know, over the years. Um, I've had many conversations uh, with friends about people that may have said, well, it's really nice wearing your shirt. But no one, I mean, very few people do anything about it. So what tipped you into actually being brave enough to set your own business up?
2: It, it was honestly a need. It wasn't me being like, I need my own. It was Joel saying like, you need your own. You are ruining all of my shirts. And so it went from this kind of cool, sexy moment to like, get your own. And when when we went into Selfridges, There was such a clear gap in the market. We wanted to buy a pair of pyjamas that felt like an extension of what I would wear through the day. And at the top in there was luxury and it was like 500 pounds. And they're beautiful. They're still beautiful, but I'm not dry cleaning my pyjamas because they'd be there every other day. And then at the other end, it was kind of white and frilly and it just wasn't me. And we, I think... I think the Al-
3: Australian connection as well that's yes. probably came into a big part of it because there was we you know Molly was has obviously spent most of her life but at that point in Australia I grew up there till I was about 8 and there was a brand in Australia who owned pajamas that like, you didn't say your pajamas as you Peter Alexander's and it was a very different area of the market but we both always
2: It's sadly had, gone under a little yeah, bit but-, but
3: we both always kind of had no like, memories of that and thinking that who is that over here and there wasn't that person and we're going to hold that thought no
0: no it's okay it's good
3: it's good you can tell
0: Molly and Joel are are very excited and that's a good thing (laughs) and passionate which is exactly what you need to set your own business up we're going to come back uh, straight after this back to Molly and to Joel they are the founders co-founders of Desmond and Dempsey but time for some music right now it's Carmen McRae with Just a Little (laughs) loving.
4: Just a little loving Early in the morning Beats a cup of coffee For starting off the day Just a little loving
0: That was Carmen McRae with Just A Little Loving. I'm with Molly and Joel, uh, aka the co-founders of Desmond and Dempsey. I've said it the right way around now. Um, And they set up their business back in 2014 because they kind of had to, because there was a gap in the market, because there was a brand in Australia doing their thing. But I'm still going to push it. So that's all well and good. And you would have intellectually gone, there's an opportunity here. Those first few minutes, hours, and then days and weeks towards actually creating it, what happened? What was the thought process between you?
2: I think we had two different thought processes. Joel went away and looked at what was going on in the industry, looked at the sleep aid industry, looked at all those bits of things. And then I think our naive... Na- I always say it wrong, naivety? That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Um, Even in Australia. It's <laughs> yeah.
0: amazing what... what uh, it's so good. The colonies have come on so well.
2: <laughs> no, <but> I, anyway. <laughs> that one.
0: Um, the naivety. But it's a good thing, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, like, I think that actually <laughs> meant that we had no idea of how hard it would be. And I think maybe if we were in fashion or in retail, we would have been a bit more scared. But because we had no idea, we were like, yeah, how hard can it be? And we literally took, we started going on and on and on and on about it and to all our family and all our friends. And we were like, there's no one. And we kept asking people questions like, who do you think of when you think of pyjamas? And no one could give you an answer. They're like, oh, maybe I m an s maybe that. So we literally took Joel's shirt, the shirt that I love the most, to a tailor and we're like, hey, can you help us make this into a woman's one? Like a tailor that on the end of your street that you mm. do your dry cleaning with. And then we got lucky with fate and timing and Joel's brother is a beautiful artist, Christian, and he was on garden leave. And so I was living on top of a pub in Union Street and we were like, right, paint paint us some prints. <laughs> and so he started painting and we were at the tailor's like, yeah, can we change this collar? Can we change this thing? And then we talked to a friend who was in fashion and she was like, you need to go to this thing called Premier Vision in PV. And we just got so lucky. We were so excited that this one woman named Lorena. Lorena. Yeah. yeah.
3: But that was, I mean, that was just eye-opening. How Oh, I mean, we yeah. arrived at this trade show thinking, you know, we just go and chat to a factory, and then they'll make it, and <laughs> yeah, what's the big deal? Yeah, and this place is like going Huge. to Earl's Court times ten, and we just had no idea what so we, we were would doing.
2: So we were go a meal makes your fabric, and a factory does cmt so cut make and trim and we'd spoken to a friend who was in production and she'd told us all these terms to use to make us sound like we knew what we were doing like you had a clue <laughs> like we had an idea That's okay. That's and good. so we went up to the mill and like really serious business faces because everyone <laughs> else had ignored us and we're like do you do CMT? <laughs> and they were like, no, you've got the wrong people. But then this woman named Lorena was like, tell me what you guys are doing. And so we just didn't try to be anything. we like, we don't know, but we've got this idea. There's a gap in the market. Like, we really want to do it. We really want to make this Sunday morning moment mm. into a thing. And she believed it. And anyway, I won't tell you the factory, so I can't get her in trouble. But she actually snuck because our the order's Minimums are so high with mills to print your own fabrics. Yep. She actually snuck our order in on the last minute when her boss went on holiday in so you, August. So you got your
0: first prototype, as it were. And just really quick before yeah. we, we're going to come back to this, but yeah. what happened then? Once you got your thing in your hand, where did you take it?
2: So then we did have marketing experience. Yeah, I was I can brand. See that
0: both both worked in agencies, different kind of advertising, social media, and so
3: on and so forth. The yeah. mark, brand consultancy and things. So we, yeah. I think we started. We always knew that we wanted it to be online. Principally, and mostly because we had again had no experience talking to anyone in retail on how to navigate that world, but then also because we knew that we could, if we could make a product that people loved, we knew how to operate the online Charles market. So, sale, can... sale number one happened what day?
2: Oh, it was so so remember. September
0: the 1st, 2014. And we're going to hold that thought. So September the 1st, 2014, important date because number one.
2: Joel's uh, mum. <laughs> Joel's mum. Well
0: that doesn't matter. That's good. Much more coming up from my guests, Molly and Joel, in a couple of minutes. But before that, we're going to hear a taser from the latest News Sessions podcast, which can be found on all of the major podcast platforms. It's Mishkondorea's Hayley Geffen. She's very good, very clever too. She's exploring the world of social media regulation and how to protect ourselves online.
1: The News Sessions, hosted by Hayley Geffen. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. Hello, I'm Hayley Geffen, and you're listening to the news sessions from Mishkondarea, where we take a look at a key area of law hitting the headlines. Today, we're looking at the regulation of social media and what we can all do to protect ourselves online. Here's Emma Woolcott. Of Mishkondar Reputation Protection Department with some advice for brands and business owners.
4: Social media is not going anywhere. It's increasingly where people are receiving their news. There are shifts over time in terms of what's in favour. But this is now how the next generations are interacting, are receiving news, are learning about products, are buying products. And so brands do need to be understanding how to present the best version of themselves on social media, understanding how to react. When things go badly and how to close down conversations that are harmful and to take some conversations offline, how to deal with IP abuses and copycat stories, fake news. The main advice to brands and to business owners is to try and crisis plan, think through things, be ahead and practice. In the bad old days, the good old days, when there was a story or an issue affecting a business, there would be one story. And now the way that businesses deal with crisis situations becomes story two, three, four.
1: The News Sessions, in partnership with Reya. Find more of The News Sessions podcasts dealing with key legal matters on iTunes. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Reya. It's business but it's personal.
0: There are many ways for you to enjoy all our former Jazz Shapers and indeed to hear this program again as well. You can ask Alexa to play Jazz Shapers and there you can hear many of the recent programs. Oh, if you pop Jazz Shapers into iTunes or your preferred podcast platform, you can hear the full archive over there too. But back to today, it's Molly and Joel. It's your moment. Uh, They're co-founders of Luxury Pajama brand Desmond and Dempsey. Uh, Molly is the creative director. You may have noticed that Molly is probably more into the creative side of it, and Joel is the CEO. I mean, these things have emerged. I was warned before you, just make sure you're, you're clear, Elliot. Uh, Molly's over here. I'm like, well, ah, that's interesting. So first sale to your mum, yep. September 1st, yep. 2014. Uh, beyond family then, w- at mm. what point did you realise, Joel, that you were like, hold on a minute, this is actually going to be a business? Beyond the unbelievable exuberance and lunacy of those first... A few moments of finding the mill, finding the factory, and so on. At what point did you go? Oh, this is this is actually going to help. This is going to be a thing. I
3: think when we made the first sale, because that I mean, we still we were handwriting every single every single order was obviously at that point handwritten by us. The postcard that went with it, and we would literally deliver it to the post office. And I think the first time we noticed a name that we didn't had no idea who it was, and we couldn't figure out a connection. So they discovered us somehow mm-hmm. and, and we're like, oh, okay, wow, that's fun. And then more and more of that started happening and then I think we got coverage in Vogue really mm-hmm. early um, in our first couple of months and that was like, oh, wow, these people who actually know what they're talking about think this is a great brand. Um, so maybe we're on to something.
2: But and j- also, sorry, we started once, jo- we, I left my job First and then Joel second, and we both realised like, oh, we can leave our full time roles when Christian Dior and Footnum and Mason. I think we're yeah, too big. Down like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Christian Dior's uh, corporate team emailed us in January at saying like, oh, we know it's so late, but any chance we can get our Christmas order from you guys um, in January? And we were like. Yeah, we could probably make that work. We could squeeze you in. <laughs> yeah. a
0: little bit of, that's a bit of a lead time there for you. Yeah. but wh- So right now, how many mm. people are employed in the business? Just a got little bit. Ten. 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 Just 10. 10. So yeah. ten, Sorry. ten people's lives are now dependent on this business. Yeah. No pressure. To their faces. You should see their faces. Molly's like, bigger <laughs> eyes. Oh, wow. But, but, but the serious side of that is, Joel and, and Molly, you have built a team, and this is now we're four or five years later, uh, with a significant revenue interesting tell me about there's collaborations that go on as well is that right yeah tell me a little bit about that as well because I'm, I'm always interested in who you can get together with
2: yeah so we do lots of different sorts of collaborations the first ever one we did was with this tiny little shop in uh, Florence in Italy and they were the oldest antique marblers that you've ever that I think they invent the Turkish invented it but anyway been doing it for hundreds of years within their family and we went over to Italy and collaborated with them on our first ever print. So we did this amazing marbling print that we worked with them on and then we've done collaborations with people like Jumbie Bay, which is a private island in Antigua and we've gone over and created a, um, because lots of the branding is obviously about the pyjamas and the Sunday morning, but Mm. also because it took us a year to first make the pyjamas, we used to use Instagram just to tell people what we were doing and how we were going and start building that audience before Mm. we launched. So our storytelling has always been a part of the brand and how we're making the products has always been a part of the brand. And obviously when you travel, you feel so inspired. Yeah. So that's naturally become part of who d d what d d is and who we are. So now we do different collaborations of like, we've just been to California and did a big road trip and did this amazing collaboration with the guys there and telling the story of that through pyjamas, which is, you could, you would never have no. picked, but it's pretty cool. And then I'm so excited, and it's, I'm going to tell you, but I shouldn't. But it's so cool. We're doing a collaboration with Gales, you know, the bakery. I do. They do the best ham and cheese croissants. They
0: do good stuff. In the
2: world yes. on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <That's such laughs> so ridiculous. we're working with them to do like their packaging and we're doing a special apron and a tea towel love it and really telling that sunday morning story so i got the fun one sorry you Dolly, have got the fun one no, the we're gonna questions. come i'm gonna come back to joel <laughs> with the next
0: question time's on music right now before we come back to molly and joel the co-founders of desmond and dempsey this is gary bartz with celestial blues with vocalist andy bay That was Gary Bartz with Celestial Blues, uh, featuring vocalist Andy Bay. I'm with Molly and Joel, uh, co-founders of Desmond and Dempsey, talking about collaborations on the one side. On the other, this team, I just want to jump back to it. Now there are 10 people. Um, The first few hires, Joel, are critical, because beyond uh, your collective excitement and beyond your passion and the fact it really matters because you're quitting your jobs and all that, you really need people who are evangelists, who are good at what they do. How did you ensure you found the right people? Have you had trouble doing that because it's yeah. a tight team, I imagine
3: I think yeah, and I think we we've worked really hard, I think our team are amazing, but it's definitely been hard, and I think early days it's kind of easier because you know you've we we were very lucky to work with I think the first person we ever hired was joe who was who who was actually helped us make the pajamas that was the biggest thing we had no idea about, and she was a new mum, so we could give her flexibility, which she needed and she gave us all her excitement and knowledge about product that we could learn from and then as we've grown we've just most of the hires for the first few years were all in the product area because that was still the bit that we were still learning about and then now it's kind of more into marketing and mm. we've grown that team that way like and i think everyone internally has worked really hard with each other to build a place that they actually really love coming into and it's it's, it's kind of cool that they hang out outside of work, and we all eat lunch together every Friday and things like that, which I don't think people get to do much with the people they work with.
0: And in terms of your own styles for leadership, both of you—I mean, obviously you're together, so there's no uh, politics really because you know what each other are thinking. <laughs> I it? don't know. I about that. That. Well, maybe there are between the two of you, but you know, in general, when you've got someone's back mm. and you really love them, mm. and you know, it's not just you have to be married to someone to love them, but you really, you know, there's just no dissonance. How would the team describe? you two
3: as the bosses, do you think? Actually, we find it quite easy to work together. I think it's harder for the, probably harder for the team because we have arguments or disagreements about well, things no, in the good. office we in a different things. way. We'll yeah. discuss things like a husband and wife in front of people so they've probably seen a lot more go on than they would do two people who are un- otherwise unrelated. And of and course, like.
0: no one likes it when mummy and daddy are arguing. Right? I mean, the serious side of that is, but <laughs> yeah. that is the, you know, whenever but I've I- been in a business and it's been like that with the senior people, you don't, it isn't good. But I suppose they know that it's a safe, a safe environment yeah. And I think
2: word. it actually has been really good, like, to show the team that people can disagree. Yeah. And sometimes I especially find with maybe the English that, there's no, like, no, I don't like that. Or there's no disagreement. It all is so polite. But now our team all have discussions. Everyone says, like, we, we're we not sure about this. Can we try this and look at this? And it's actually really healthy to see people, like, not. we don't wait till we get home to disagree about something. We'll do it in the office so people know, too, that they can disagree with us, which they do. And then they also see us, like, how we work together. And I think... What we sell is intimate and the brand is intimate. And like Alina, who's um, looks after our production and logistics and it's a bit of a saviour and all, has like Joel's mom on speed dial. So like it is really a close knit. But in terms of managing styles, Joel is literal and I'm not being braggy wife here but he's the most patient person Just in the like world. you Molly No I am not patient <laughs> Really no. no I never would have guessed And like, get His I get, face over there
0: <laughs> just like oh, please don't he go He he will just sit there and go
2: through things like yeah. so patiently whereas I No I'm...
0: you're done you're like I like that I don't like that can we move on please
2: Yeah
0: Got it stay yeah. there we'll have our yeah. final chat with uh, Molly and Joel plus we playing a track from the brilliant Bill Lawrence that's in just a moment don't go anywhere
1: Jazz shapers on Jazz FM In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal.
0: That was Bill Lawrence with Swag Times live at the Union Chapel. He'll be with Snarky Puppy, I think, probably in late November at the Royal Albert Hall as well, I'm guessing. It's uh, Mike, League, and the rest of them are going to be amazing. My son's going, I'm very jealous. Um, Right, I've got Molly and Joel. Uh, for a bit longer not much and we've been talking about watching husband and wife argue but not really argue discuss I think you <laughs> used another another word yeah, yeah very cleverly um, but we know what you meant and, and then and then the difference between um, patient and more kind of like spontaneous and over there but that, those, these are good things the money bit for both of you obviously you left your jobs because you were you could see that revenue would come and it meant you could pay yourself a bit of money you're now hiring we've talked about it you have 10 people in the team you have plans to grow you've got funding at a decent level from different people, your angel investors, as it were. Where does it feature in the vision for this business? Of course, you love it, Molly, and both of you love it, but you love the creativity of it. From a financial, from a hard-nosed commercial perspective, how big can this thing be?
2: Huge. (laughs) 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 No, Joel will answer the main bit of this, but we've got an internal (laughs) mission to be... First step. Yeah, to be in bed with a million customers and have them spend and savor their Sunday mornings. And a million, and how
0: many have you got today? A
2: million. Today?
0: Uh, Do you reckon about fifty thousand? Okay, probably. so you're on the way. Yeah, well, you've got a football day. stadium. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, fifty thousand. That's pretty yeah. good, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
0: And so, and and so that's measured
3: in terms of people loving your business. Yeah, and it. Yeah. that's it. We not don't just
2: want to sell a. Mi- Sorry, Joely, you can answer.
3: No, I think it's that you're going to say exactly exactly yeah. what I was. It's not about just selling to a million people to start with. It's like we actually want them to fall in love with the brand and spend time with the brand.
2: And slow down and and save their Sundays. Like the world just needs to slow down a little bit and like enjoy that moment, enjoy doing nothing. Like that freedom that you have around a Sunday needs to be celebrated and now I think it's much harder. There's like a lot less spaces for you to do that so... Being able to do that is really exciting. So, so. then, on,
0: on, honest answer to this: the two yeah. of you on a Sunday, what do you do now? Yeah, are you, are, are you working for half of it because you just got to, or are you actually <laughs> savoring the Sunday? Are you living your own dream? I think we're pretty, we're pretty good actually. Yeah,
2: for the first two years, usually it was I'm definitely cooking working. Molly's on oh,
3: sitting shit. on the sofa doing her nails or
2: something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we—it's really funny because the mornings are definitely our like at home, and then Joel is always desperate to get out so that like, I could be at home all day and pottering around whereas Joel likes to go mountain biking or
0: man s- leave cave man, yeah. <laughs> yes. man must go man must hunt brackets go to some sports <laughs> like, yeah exactly
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but that has going been on. an
2: interesting thing of when we launched we launched men's after women's and the idea is a bit different because women love that moment whereas for the guys and what Joel has found too it's more about when you get home putting the PJs on. Totally, it changes
0: your mood completely, it's like, okay, I've finished or even I can do a bit of work but it's going to be in a different mood.
2: Exactly.
0: I'm going to have to stop asking you questions because it's been brilliant finding out, I love the passion and I love the dynamic between the two of you and I wish you luck as you get your next 950,000 fans into into pyjamas, I hope I will be one as well, Um, uh, Just before I let you go, and I don't know who to ask, but what's your song choice and why have you chosen it? It
3: looks like it's going to be Joel. Yeah, so it's uh, Miles Davis, Blue and Green. And it was, I mean, I think it's one of the first records we got, like first jazz records we got. And it is not that often that you listen to a song now for five and a half odd minutes and don't want to turn it off. Um, And I think it's very Sunday morning, so it's... um, Perfect. yeah what we usually put on, on a
0: sunday so i hope we have enough time today if we haven't advanced apologies it just <laughs> depends on timing but here it is just for the two of you That was Miles Davis with Blue in Green. The song choice of my business shapers today, Molly and Joel, the co-founders of Desmond and Dempsey. Talk about a couple that are passionate about what they do. They absolutely manifested that in all its different forms. They were comfortable with open disagreements. And what that does in a team is it lets people feel free to do exactly the same and you get to a better place. And finally, an absolute obsession with quality. And that's why they're doing what they're doing. Really good stuff. That's it from me and Jazz Shapers. Have a lovely weekend.
1: Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In
0: partnership with Reya.
1: It's business, but it's personal.
0: We hope you enjoyed that edition of Jazz Shapers. You'll find hundreds more guests available for you to listen to in our archive. To find out more, just search Jazz Shapers on iTunes or your favourite podcast platform. Or head over to mishkon.com forward slash Jazz Shapers.